The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Up and running and uh, going to be a big day. We got a lot of good Baylor talk uh, planned for you. Some college football. Going to have some uh, Cowboys for you, as always. Like to delve into that uh, NFL. We do have the start of the NBA season. And on this show, you may not hear a lot of NBA talk on other local programming. Not just us, even others. But I love the NBA. And Aaron Sexton... Uh, who is with me on a daily basis, also enjoys the NBA. And so uh, we kind of like to talk about what we get fired up about. Absolutely. So the NBA gets going tonight. You'll hear Aaron and we'll be all over it and and watching it. And at 5 o'clock today, uh, we can talk about a uh, a pretty uh, ridiculous story going on in the NBA and, and something that has Unfortunately, kind of hijacked the, uh, the, the the opening night. Now, the good news is, as of tonight, Aaron will have Ernie, Shaq, Charles, and Kenny back in our lives. Like I don't, I don't like it when they're not in our lives. I mean, I'm not saying I watch every single TNT game, but I watch a lot of them. I watch a lot of them, and I always like to see what they're saying about stuff. And I think opening night will be fun. And uh, the commissioner, I was listening to the commissioner talk earlier. has to be weird, though, that you get the commissioner on first day of the season and every question is about Ben Simmons and what he's doing at uh, uh, with the 76ers and getting kicked out of practice today. Aaron, think back to your time, you know, running cross country at Robinson and maybe Waco <laughs> High School before that or whatever it was athletics-wise that you were involved in. Think about, like, a coach, and I know we, we were not in our our careers, our glorious careers, we were not making millions of dollars, unfortunately. But, I mean, even think about high school. Uh, telling a coach, like, hey, I need you in this defensive drill. And and just saying, no, nah, I don't feel like it. And I said, no, nah, we need you in here. No, nah, I don't feel like it. Well, today Doc Rivers sent him packing. And so Ben Simmons was kicked out of practice. NBA talk. Coming up about 5 o'clock today. And, uh, man, I tell you, we just got a lot of fun stuff going on. And the Mavericks will get rolling, not tonight, but uh, when they get going uh, uh, tomorrow, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll have some things lined up and we'll talk some Luca. may have uh, the voice of the Mavericks, Chuck Cooperstein, on. We'll have a good time. And this is going to be a lot of fun uh, this NBA season because – Unlike past years when you kind of know who's supposed to win it all, I mean, like people tried to hand it to Brooklyn because they were so stacked and they just didn't get it done. And Milwaukee won it, but the, the, the Suns will be back. Uh, the Jazz are in the uh, – and, and I think, Aaron, for Baylor fans, this NBA season becomes more uh, particularly interesting. Always had Royce and, and uh, Tari and Prince around, but now <coughs> with uh, – 
Davion Mitchell going to Sacramento. And I think he's going to be a key player for them. And then um, Jared Butler will be a key reserve for Utah Jazz. And <clears throat> Teague's a player that will kind of come and go. I, I, I think you know he's going to be more of a project-type player. But all these guys, we're going to get to watch and, and kind of watch their careers hopefully continue to blossom. Freddie Gillespie with Toronto. And then Ish Wainwright, who played for the Bears, is also on that Toronto team. And uh, unless I'm missing something, he was signed to the kind of deal that would make you think he was absolutely going to make the roster. So, Aaron, unless I've missed something in the last couple of days, I believe Wainwright made the roster and will play a reserve role for the Raptors. So we'll uh, we'll keep our eye on that situation, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch all these Baylor players across the NBA. Now, speaking of NBA, what about the WNBA? WNBA uh, finals just ended. Miss um, uh, Griner, the uh, the Baylor star, was uh, played prominently in those finals, and in fact, averaged 21 points a game in the WNBA finals. And today, Aaron, I was uh, I jumped on ESPN Plus. I started to send all this to you, Aaron, and then I thought, wait, I'm not sure Aaron has ESPN Plus, but we'll figure out a way. I'll, I may slip you my password. Don't tell anybody. But I, I was it. watching. Oh, way to go, Aaron. Aaron's got it. Okay, we're good. Um, Aaron, today uh, the Baylor was part of the Big 12 Women's Media Day. The men's will be tomorrow, and so I've kind of been observing that. And at the end of it, the end of the three-hour type show they did, uh, Nikki Collin, new Baylor women's coach, and Alyssa Smith were featured prominently. And so I've been kind of observing that and watching that. So, Aaron, when you get an opportunity, and I'm happy to help in any way, but, um, yeah, take a peek because what they've done is they've archived it so we can, like, look at it. And then, uh, and then you know, at some point, Aaron, maybe tomorrow, whenever, whenever it's appropriate, um, We'll, uh, we'll play some of that for our folks because it's good to see Baylor featured. They're featured to uh, – they're predicted to win the conference. And then today the news came out for our our Bear fans. We're not allowed to call them the Lady Bears anymore. I don't know. I mean, I get that. I guess it's kind of an old – they're trying to kind of phase out some of these things. I mean, we, we, we knew them as the Lady Bears for many years. Now we will – they'll just be the Bears like everybody else, and that's fine. But – we will. Uh, we'll, we we want to let everybody know because there's a lot of a uh, lot of our women's uh, uh, Baylor women's team fans out there that listen to the show. The AP Top 25 came out today, and the Lady Bears. That's going to be hard, Aaron. Twenty or they they finished seventh. Okay, seventh in the preseason rankings. So if you're scoring at home, Aaron, here's this Baylor. I mean, this is this is kind of uh, unbelievable. The ba- Baylor football, number twenty in the country right now. Baylor men, number eight in the country. I'm talking about hoops. Baylor women hoops, women's hoops, number seven in the country. How many people in the country have that going? Top twenty-five in football, and then top ten with both both basketball programs. Aaron. That is my trivia question for you today. How many others besides Baylor have that situation today? Uh, 
Michigan probably? The answer is none. Only the Bears have top 25 in football and then both men and women's basketball programs. Now, I really enjoyed – I cannot say that I sat through three hours of the women's. I mean, with all due respect, the West Virginia coach, he's got a nice mustache, seems like a good guy. I I saw a tiny bit of, like, the Iowa State women's coach. Seems – I like her style. And I like the coach at TCU. Good coach. Good coach. I like what she's done with that program. And I really like the Oklahoma State women's coach. Okay, I like what they've done. But I'm I'm not going to watch this thing for three hours. And I'm not going to watch the men for three hours. I mean, that's too much. I don't I don't need to hear about who's the worst team in the Big 12 men, uh, Aaron. Would that be right now Iowa State? That's a rough program right now. K-State's been awful recently. We, we, they, so you got used to be the Big 12 was incredibly deep. Now, lately, there's been two or three pretty awful teams. And I would say Iowa State and Kansas State are bad. They're just bad teams. But I did stop down today for the Baylor uh, women and Nikki Collin and then Melissa Smith. <clears throat> and I like this, Aaron, because Melissa has a presence about her and sort of the way they talk to her. And, and the way they sort of approach her in these interviews, I'm going to turn it on right now so I can kind of see a little bit more of it. She she just kind of, Aaron has a, she's there's a feel like, okay, this is the star of the conference. And I would say that Melissa Smith is not only the star of the Big 12, but is the best player in women's basketball today. Now, am I biased? You bet I am. Went to Baylor. I don't try to hide that. I root for the Bears. I'm sorry. If Tommy wants to get mad at me for saying that, that's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. But I am a Baylor graduate, a very proud graduate. And J-Mo and I root for the team. Um, But I like what I'm seeing because this is really cool. This interview I'm watching right now, Aaron, they're they're zeroing in on some kind of locket that she's wearing. Um, But there's just some really cool stuff, some jewelry that she has on. But Nalissa has a presence about her that suggests I am in charge of this conference and I am the best thing going uh, when it comes to the Big 12. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. Aaron, are you in agreement with me that maybe Nalissa Smith is the best player in the country heading into this season? Absolutely. And I'm a little biased too, but, I mean, that's why she's all on all the list for, you know, player of the year on the preseason award list yes yes i think that is the uh, reasoning so we'll grab a little of this uh i'm in de- i'm right now you love it when i try to just dig in and grab all this stuff for us but uh yeah they're they're baylor's trying to send us as we speak some fresh audio this just happened uh Nelissa smith's uh, uh uh news conference there so i've been in touch with the sid uh krista Pirtle does a nice job, and so she's trying to, to dig in there and see what she can send us. But I'm really enjoying watching this thing on the Big 12. Aaron, some also some breaking news today on the TCU front. And this is tough. It's a tough day because this guy loves TCU more than just about anybody. Uh, I, it was brought to my attention by some other people that, that follow us, Aaron, and listen to ESPN Central Texas and have for years. But after doing his podcast and making some of his comments that he's made, 
and I think basically coming to the conclusion that Gary Patterson, it's time to maybe make a change at TCU's head football coach. I mean, I'm not for that. Gary's a great friend of mine. That He's been doing it for about 20 years now, and I don't even know. He's been the head coach for at least 17, 18 years, and I think he's done an incredible job there. But the breaking news is Stephen Simcox, my former producer, former talk show host at ESPN Central Texas, Aaron, has been blocked by Gary Patterson on Twitter. I saw that. It's, it's official today. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, Stephen then came back with, you know, he's not going to know it when Gary uh, calls the frogs. Now, this is a sarcastic comment by Stephen, but I know Stephen pretty well. And I, I, I think deep down Stephen's hurting a little bit on this one to be blocked by his beloved head coach, Gary Patterson. Can you believe that's where we've come in life, Aaron? I would just say be careful what you wish for TCU fans because I don't know that there's just like a, a, a huge uh, crop out there of experienced head coaches dying for this TCU job. Now, I'm not saying they're not out there. And there's some great Billy Napier's a coach at Louisiana I like a lot, Raging Cajuns. I mean, there's some people out there. You go get Coach O if you want him. But I, I would say this guy has had an incredible run at TCU. So I just want to warn our TCU friends, be careful what you wish for. Aaron, thoughts on, on Gary Patterson. Do you, think, do you think it's time for a new coach at TCU? Absolutely. And this doesn't surprise oh, me at all because Gary Patterson's no. a very a very petty person. During the whole SMU thing, he brought up the fifty-one to forty-eight, and and his his claim that he was threatened after the game. I'll put it that way. Um, so that's that's a, that's the kind of guy he is. He he brought that up during the whole SMU thing, you know, that happened six or uh, God, what was that? Eight years ago, seven years ago. So I mean, that's just you, personal. But as far as a football coach, that program is mediocre now they they've been six seven wins every year and uh it doesn't seem like they're getting any better so i mean i don't know what you want from your program but if you want more than that then it's probably time to go looking for a new coach well i mean my thought is if you you know there have been times he was uh uh top he finished top five in the country i think finished number two one year um, I, I think he's been tremendous for that, and I just hope when we have him on, Aaron, that you will be kind to him because he is a longtime friend of this show. All right, it's Mosley. It's uh, Aaron Sexton. He's, been, he's in a very bitter mood early in the show. I'm going to try to pep him back up. He's, uh, he's I've been a great mood. Coaches. I just don't like Gary Patterson. You know, he's trying to get coaches fired. I'm very upset about this. All right, we got Travis Roeder coming up. Now, who is this? Well, he is a huge X's and O's guy, and he's going to dig in and help us break down what we saw on Saturday from Baylor. Travis Roeder from Our Daily Bears is next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not as cool. Low temperatures fall to 62 degrees. 
We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. It's going to be a warm day with a high of 84. And mostly sunny skies on Thursday, even warmer with a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. The Cowboy Report, weekdays at 8, 10 a.m. and 5, 10 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474 with 20 years experience. Visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Washington State has fired their football coach Nick Rolovich and four of his assistants on Monday after refused to comply with the mandate that all state employees must be vaccinated against COVID-19. The Titans beat the Bills on Monday Night Football 34-31. Dak Prescott has a strained calf according to the Cowboys after an MRI. The team is optimistic that Prescott will be ready after the bye week for Minnesota. MLB playoffs continue today with the Braves and the Dodgers this afternoon afternoon Braves lead that series two to nothing and the Astros try to bounce back tonight in Boston taking on the Red Sox in the ALCS Boston leads that series two to one and catch the UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at six on Fox Sports Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas It's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. Some uh, NFL stuff coming up. Um, we, we need to get you updated. A Cowboys player was arrested. It does happen from time to time. Let's talk some Baylor first. Travis Roeder uh, from Our Daily Bears joining us. And uh, 
Boy, f- folks like Travis's work. Uh, last time he came on, so glad to have him on again. And uh, Travis, I'm reading through all these charts. My gosh, F plus ratings, FEI. All right, next time we're in the press box, you'll have to sit down with me and walk me through some of this stuff. But what I understand more than any of that is I, I do like discussing the sort of the metrics and thoughts on this Big 12 title race. And, uh, Travis, I, I noticed, um, you know, the way you're kind of seeing this thing is that Oklahoma, especially with this new quarterback, it's really, really going to be difficult to imagine the Sooners not in this thing. Now, everybody else has that shot. But I think you're like me a little, Travis. You're having trouble truly buying into this Oklahoma State team, even though they keep moving up in the rankings. And I would say your number one issue with that team would be the starting quarterback. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, it's, and their offense as a whole, their their wide receivers aren't nearly as good as they were last year either. Um, but Sanders kind of just is who he is at this point, and that's just a very inconsistent. Uh, but part of inconsistent means that occasionally he makes great throws. Um, but it seemed like the last few years he would have a great game and then a bad game, whereas it seems like this year he's just kind of con- consistently being inconsistent within a game. He's not even really having great games. Um, so yeah, their offense is pretty poor, but um, I-, I like the comparison that uh, uh, Ian Boyd over at Inside Texas made to – that the, this Oklahoma State team is kind of almost like a, a Bill Snyder team in the sense of the coach knows exactly what he has. Mike Gundy knows exactly what he has. And um, he's not overplaying his hand. Uh, I think he knows that their offense isn't very good. He's leaning on the defense. Whether that can take them to a Big 12 title game, we'll see. Uh, but they're definitely a well-coached team, and they're a veteran team. I think they're just pretty constrained on offense right now. All right, and you, uh, you I think – after Baylor beat Iowa State, and Iowa State had that early loss, uh, a lot of folks kind of moved on from them and are not thinking about them. You have not. You still, and I think that's wise, you still have a healthy respect. If you were handicapping this thing right now, obviously because of their records, Oklahoma and OSU have to be at the top. Is that next grouping, I mean, do you put Baylor like right you know, behind them, um, and and do you kind of have Iowa State, even with the situation they're in right now? Uh, and again, they're not in that bad of a situation in conference. What are they two and one? Uh, do you have Baylor and Iowa State kind of almost there together, even though Baylor beat that team? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, mostly because the only reason that that head-to-head would matter was if both of them were to finish with two losses, which. I mean, it's a possibility, but it's not a strong likelihood. Um, so I think you kind of have to evaluate each of them on their own merits. But I think it's worth mentioning, you know, Oklahoma is far and ahead at the top. Um, you know, them and Oklahoma State are both undefeated, but it's important yeah. to remember that uh, Oklahoma is at 4-0, whereas Oklahoma State is only at 3-0. and And Oklahoma, the big thing to watch in the Big 12 is always whether somebody has played Kansas or not. Uh, so Oklahoma is 4-0 and and hasn't played Kansas. Uh, so that basically makes them 5-0, and which means they have four games remaining. Uh, the likelihood of them dropping two or three games out of those four is almost zero. Um, but handicapping it is tough because, you know, every week you add up a win, it just really adds up your um, – increases yeah. your odds. For Oklahoma State, you really just got to think, um, you know, what is the likelihood that they can finish with two wins or less? 
Because if you look at historically in the Big 12, that's what it takes to make the title game. Any team that's ever finished with two wins, or excuse me, two, um, I think I said wins, I meant losses. Um, any team that finishes with fewer than two losses makes the title game. So Oklahoma State's at 3-0. and They have uh, six games left. Um, so, you know, what's the likelihood that they're able to only lose two games? I mean, we'll see. Um, so yeah, it's tough. I mean, you can kind of, you can kind of, talk about it until uh until the cows come home all the different scenarios but obviously when you haven't taken a loss yet and you can only lose two it really increases your odds talking to travis roeder uh from uh ir daily bears and he breaks down a lot of the film and uh i, I like having him on because i don't spend a whole lot of time in the film room travis i don't want to shock you with that uh <laughs> news i think you probably thought i just spent hours and hours in there I'm curious. The Baylor was mentioned in this. I think it's called the Moore Award. It's like a mid-season list of the best offensive lines in college football, and there were quite a few of them. I'd say about 19. Baylor was one of them. PFF. I, I trust you honestly more than PFF, and and I'm and 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 they, and they got people I like over there. I, you know, it's not. The, I don't. It's just honestly sometimes their stuff. I, I just I have to question some of it, just like you question different different kind of metric systems or analytics but from what you've seen of the Baylor offensive line first of all who's been who's the who grades out week in week out as Baylor's best offensive line and then what's the biggest jump from last year is it just simply they're they're, they're just way more cohesive I'm just wondering to your eye when you look at this on film it has to be like night and day from last season yeah, I mean, cohesive Cohesive is the right word. Um, one of the problems last year, among many other things, I mean, just coaching and kind of morale and everything else in general, um, but aside from that, was they were kind of asking them to – Wickline was kind of asking them to operate some difficult-to-execute schemes. I don't want to get too in the nitty-gritty, but, like, as far as their pass protection goes, and they were running different – off, you know, a lot of different run schemes, and then their pass pro was difficult, and, you know – nothing felt cohesive and obviously there there were so many instances last year where defensive lines would run simple stunts and one of the things offensive linemen have to do is you know pass defensive linemen off to one another so like if one guy's coming at the tackle and then swoops inside he has to pass him off inside to the guards that kind of stuff was routinely being messed up last year so i think one thing that eric mateos has done well it's been a few main things a you know, he really just came in and instilled a bunch of confidence in him. He recognized that this is a group that's just been beat down to hell. Uh, their confidence was shot. Fans had been yelling at him for four years saying that they stink. Um, yeah. And he really came in and said, look, you know, you guys are the big nasties. Y'all are going to get it done. Y'all are talented. Um, and that's really worked out. And then the second part of it is just the scheme has been very uh, simple. It's probably not the right word, but they're not asking him to execute too many different techniques. And so that the techniques that they are executing, they've been able to practice a lot uh, and they're doing them a lot. They only do a couple different things on pass protection, you know, a couple different run schemes. And so it's limited their variety, but it's made them a lot better at what they actually do. Um, and as your last point about who's kind of looking the best from week to week, I still think the, the center, Jacob Gall, is probably their best player. Uh, he's shorter and he has shorter arms, so he's vulnerable against guys who can overpower him. But week to week, I mean, He's great. Uh, he, if you one thing just for fun for fans to watch, if you ever look at a big Baylor run, what you're going to see is that the center has able to 
get around the defensive lineman and flip his hips and almost turn horizontal to the sideline. And that's what creates that big hole. I know that was kind of visual, but I hope that made sense. No, I like that. And, uh, and, and I and always like to look who's, you know, when the Cowboys are at their best now, you see those linemen getting outside, showing athleticism, and then dominating on the perimeter. And, and I think Baylor's similar in a sense. That's when they're at their, you know, those guys, when they can lean on some of that athleticism. And, and I like those guys getting recognized. And I also like that I, I just happened to be watching the sideline, and when somebody needed to come out, maybe they got banged up or something, like, it, it was just kind of funny because it was like Khalil Keat, maybe it was Byers, I don't know. And I saw Moe's, uh, I saw Big yeah, Moe's 72 yeah, yeah, go racing too, yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, I thought, you know what, these guys are ready to go play. And they yep. don't care exactly who's in there. And I think that, uh, I think that's a, uh, a really good sign. Um, let me ask you about a certain player. Uh, Jalen Petrie's one of the most beloved players on this team by fans for a lot of reasons. One of the biggest reasons he stuck around when he didn't have to. And another reason is he's just great. He's become a trem- – I had no clue he was going to become this guy. You were sort of commenting on who who is better than him for defensive player of the year in the Big 12. And I agree. I, I, I tend to think he's the best player. People want to point to the quarterback always, and I get that. But I, I think this is the best player on the team. Is, is what Petrie – when you kind of break him down on film – what is it, What are the things that stand out the most? Is it the anticipation, the diagnosis? Is it the athleticism? I know it's a combo of a lot of those things, but what's what's the one or two things that Petrie brings that just jumps off the tape? So the the big thing with him is that his brain doesn't his brain doesn't operate any. Excuse me, let me say this different. His brain operates at the same speed as his body does. And so he actually isn't a great athlete, and I don't mean that in any sort of offensive manner. But, you know, when he tests at the combine, he's not going to test great. Uh, he probably runs in the four sixes. He's going to be, you know, a six one, uh, 195, 200 or so. Um, he's just not – he's not one of those guys that's going to make a, uh, a national freak athlete list. But what he does have is he loves the game. He's really, really instinctive. And if you actually – if any of your listeners want to just for fun, go watch, go watch his high school tape. It basically looks the exact same. He's just, he's getting forced fumbles. He's sacking the quarterback. He's making interceptions. He's getting involved in the run game. I mean, guys who make plays like that in high school, make them in college too. And so when I say that his brain operates at the same speed as his body, what I mean is when he recognizes something, there's no delay. I think a lot of people uh, can, can picture him kind of seeing something in the backfield, and then he plants his back foot, and it's like he's in the backfield a second later. Uh, and that's what's so good about him. You know, he, he prepares all week, and he earns his ability to play so well all week. And then when he gets out there, there's no hesitation. He's just, he just gets after it. And then finally, he, just, he clearly is a good, a good practice player because his technique is great. Even in pass coverage and stuff like that, you can tell. I mean, he just he operates exactly like they teach it on the practice field. And so basically – Despite him not being a great athlete, he does everything else well, has great instincts, and plays really fast. All right. I, Travis, our listeners are not like the two of us. They're not wired to go watch high school tape. Okay. Okay. These people, okay. These people have to – no, I'm kidding. I, it sounds like not a bad idea to go back and, and look at some of that. Travis Roeder, our Daily Bears, joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Travis does a nice job. Travis, my favorite thing, and I always try to tell people – especially young guys like yourself coming up in the business, like 
you know, you stick with what you know, all that kind of stuff. But your best thing on Twitter is, of course, a little something along the lines of uh, Baldinger does NFL. Now, your next level stuff, Travis, is, is going to be when you're able to somehow get the audio tuned up like Baldinger does and start walking us. You know, right now you're doing a great job of, like, writing about those uh, cut-ups of the different plays in those games. That stuff is extremely valuable. The, the rotor next level will be when you start kind of talking over that, like Baldinger does. That is, uh, for, like, NFL fans, that stuff is, like, unbelievable, especially for guys like me who I love what you do. I just don't love doing it myself. So I would <laughs> rather have you on to explain it. So, anyway, I, um, I, really, I really do like it. Now, uh, the BYU film, when you kind of put it all together and you started kind of looking at some of the – I mean, my gosh, they ran – I guess they just wore them down. Uh, let me ask you one negative thing for Baylor. What do they need to do? And I know some of this is because they, they stopped the run, so something had to give. I get all that. So we don't have to go into all that. But Nakua was just killing them downfield. The guy's a really fine wide receiver. But Tejada's not a bad cornerback, and neither is Boogie Barnes. But they were really struggling in that one-on-one coverage. What, what does Baylor have to do, do you think, to, uh, to clean that up? I think part of it is just experience. Um, I think you're going to see some other guys. You know, I, I talked about it before the game. That was that was definitely BYU's biggest advantage in the entire game because their wide their wide receivers are a really good, but b what they're really good at is when they get downfield, they can you know they can moss you, they can they can jump over you and make the catches. So part of it is just like that's just what they do. Baylor's not going to face another team this year that has that level of, you know, they're going to face some other teams that have as good of wide receivers, but nobody else who, you know, Romney and Nakua are, you know, they have that special ability to just jump over you. So part of it is that uh, you've got to tip your hat to BYU. I mean, the other part is, you know, Raleigh Todd is a five nine guy. Uh, he's not really a guy you want competing regularly on jump balls. Um, and, uh, and the other part was uh, Kalen Boogie Barnes. Uh, this was his first week back after being out for three weeks and um, playing the ball you know, when it actually gets there to the wide receiver is something that actually is really uh, like practice based or, you know, it just takes a lot of experience because it just takes a lot of feel. If that makes sense. Like fans always look at corners and they're like, why don't you turn your head around? Why don't you make a play on the ball, et cetera. And, uh, and it's easy to understand why they would say that, but you know, it's tough when you're chasing a wide receiver knowing when you can turn around and how to make a play. So anyway, all that to say, I think, you know, that's never going to be Tejada's game just because he's shorter. With Kalen, he is bigger, and I think he'll improve as he gets back on the practice field and gets more game experience. Uh, but it is something to watch. I think, you know, clearly teams have been targeting Baylor downfield a little bit, and it's something that they're willing to give up with how, how effective they've been at stopping, uh, stopping the run. All right, for your next assignment, I, I, next time I'm going to ask you, who is Baylor's most athletic freak on defense? And you can't say Ika because I know size-wise his, his, he's the biggest freak from being. So we're eliminating him as an answer, and then you can, uh, you can give me your answer. But save it for next time. We'll just tease right. it. But, uh, Travis, good to visit with you, and uh, look forward to uh, enjoy the, the weekend, the rare weekend off, and then we will see you for that 11 a.m. start, which you found out why Baylor fans hate 11 a.m. starts when you asked that Twitter question. <laughs> it was a genuine question, and I found out. <laughs> That's right. That's why you ask them. Um, yeah. All right, there he goes. Thank you, Travis. Travis Roeder joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. All right, Cowboys behaving badly. 
a Cowboys uh, safety is, has been arrested. We discuss next. Following an open date, the Bears are back in Big 12 play Saturday, October 30th, hosting the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. First and goal at the eight. Snap back to Bohannon. He's going to keep it. Run it left. He's in. Touchdown, Gary Bohannon. Touchdown, Baylor Bears. It's the Bears and the Longhorns Saturday, October 30th. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with you in times of need and showing compassion when you're at your most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension Providence, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getprovidencecare.com. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Premier Gun Range Experience is coming to Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin with a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and an event venue. There's no reason to go anywhere else. Special membership rates are available now. Visit republicgunclub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Washington State has fired their football coach Nick Rolovich and four of his assistants on Monday after refused to comply with the mandate that all state employees must be vaccinated against COVID-19. The Titans beat the Bills on Monday Night Football 34-31. Dak Prescott has a strained calf according to the Cowboys after an MRI. The team is optimistic that Prescott will be ready after the bye week for Minnesota. MLB playoffs continue today with the Braves and the Dodgers this afternoon afternoon Braves lead that series two to nothing and the Astros try to bounce back tonight in Boston taking on the Red Sox in the ALCS Boston leads that series two to one and catch the UMHB coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at six on Fox Sports Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas It is uh, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. It is now 4 to 6 every day. 4 to 6, taking you home 
uh, Drive Time Radio. We love it. I was doing it for many, many years, and I'm back to doing it. It's what I enjoy the most, and we also encourage you to listen to Tom Barfield, people that say, wait, where's Tom? Well, Tom's in the morning. He's like the opposite of me in a lot of ways. But we he's 7 to 9 a.m. He's a morning guy. I'm a, I'm a late out. I'm a, I'm a night out. I, I stay up till 2 or 3 in the morning. Aaron the same, and that's why Aaron chose to remain with me. I'd like to tell myself Aaron just said, no, I don't want to break up with Mosley, but I don't think that's what Aaron was really thinking. I just think this sets up better with Aaron's uh, schedule. Is that right, Aaron? Do you think that's accurate? You don't have to answer that. Uh, we do have the top of the second over on TBS right now. The, um, the Dodgers are up on the Braves. And so uh, Dodgers back home for this one, and they have come out swinging uh, in this one, and that is uh, Corey Seager with a two-run home run in the first inning. And um, so that just uh, – Aaron, if I ever seem distracted today, I will, for the rest of the show, have that game up on my phone, okay? So if you, if you, if I sound, I probably always sound a little distracted, but if, I, if it's more than usual, it'll be because of that. And, um, boy, isn't it interesting Same. to see <laughs> <laughs> the matchups in this thing with um, – I'm, I'm looking at a pitching battle right now, and, and uh, Walker Bueller's out there and uh, pitching for the Dodgers, Jock Peterson – is uh is is up at the plate i mean these it's really interesting how in the national league some of these guys that are great for one organization will go over to another really good organization and then you uh you see them over the years so this is uh i mean this is the time of year when we really i gotta say um because of just various other things and usually i measure my baseball involvement on how well the rangers are doing and the rangers have been pitiful so once the Rangers check out in the season, sometimes I check out a little bit. But and I'm also a huge Pirates fan, so that tells you everything you need to know. But as you get closer to the playoffs, I do get excited. And there's certain announcers I like hearing. I like the the, the Giants have a have a, uh, uh, a a broadcaster named John Miller, and I love his voice. I like Dan Schulman's voice on radio. Baseball is still one of the mediums, really the only medium, I would say. Well, I don't know. I mean, I pretty much, I love radio so much that I love, but I would just say baseball is still such a radio thing. And and I just love listening to people, good people who call radio. You know, Barfield's a good radio guy. In fact, has been the Baylor radio guy and then also, uh, also has done University of Texas games. And then... Um, uh, also, John Morris, actually, he doesn't always do baseball, but he's really good at it, and uh, he's a good baseball man as well. All right, Braves-Dodgers, I'm looking at this thing, and the Dodgers did jump out there, and Dodgers have uh, only one hit uh, so far in this game, but the one hit was a big one, and it was a two-run homer by Corey Seager, and they are up in this game. Other news that I needed to uh, – I needed to bring to the uh, uh, the table today, and it is that uh, Demonte Casey with uh, the Dallas Cowboys was arrested. Aaron, your mom and others told you growing up, and your family, grandmother maybe, said nothing good happens after midnight. And that you know, for most you know, I've you know, I feel like you know, I've had fun times after midnight before, but I still think it's pretty good advice, and. Sometime around 3 a.m. this morning, 
in a Dallas suburb that ended up being the Colony. That's right out there, kind of near Frisco. Near, a lot of players live out that direction. Uh, KZ, 28 years old. He's really had a pretty good season. I think he's filled in at safety and done a nice job. He was pulled over while under the influence, police said. They noticed physical signs that KZ had been drinking, and KZ told the officer he had consumed alcohol. KZ failed a field sobriety test and was detained. His DWI charge is a Class B misdemeanor for a first offense. He posted $2,500 bond, and he was released from the Colony Municipal Jail at 12.34 p.m. today, a little afternoon. So he did spend some time in the pokey last night, and uh, a Cowboys spokesperson has declined to comment. Uh, in March, the former San Diego standout, San Diego State standout joined Dallas on a one-year, $1.1 million uh, contract. Um, McCarthy said, yeah, we talked about it last week when I told them what the schedule was going to be, talked about the distractions and what we don't want. We have an outstanding season, 5-1, and one, where we are. Make sure that everybody is taking care of themselves and spend as much time as they can with family and friends. They deserve it. They deserve this break, the length of it. I have a lot of confidence and a lot of trust in those guys. Well, that was obviously said before what happened to DeMonte Casey. And, uh, you know, I know people think sometimes these guys are making millions. Uh, How do they not call uh, a Lyft driver? How do they not get a ride? The NFL offers a service to these guys. Well, For those of you who have consumed alcohol at any point in your life, and uh, Aaron, back in the day, you've revealed here that you used to consume a little bit of it yourself. Um, I don't know if uh, hopped up on too many beers or alcohol, folks always make the greatest of decisions. Hey, let's, let's get on here. There's always that thought, oh, I can get down, I can get home. We can just be thankful in this situation that KZ did not hit anybody, cause a wreck, because we know drunk drivers kill. And, uh, and, and a lot of folks have made that poor decision, and a lot of folks have uh, fortunately not paid the, the ultimate penalty. But um, KZ is now uh, going to have to, you know, he'll, obviously the NFL will look into this. This is a first offense. We shall see what comes of this. Um, usually, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, it seems like on a first offense, generally, while you know you have the embarrassment of being arrested and maybe there'll be some kind of fine coming from the NFL, I don't think there's any thought that he'll have to miss a game because of this. Am I correct? Uh, with the NFL's policies, I, I think he'll probably get suspended. I don't know. I don't know if a DUI gets you. I, 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 and, of course, I covered the NFL for a long time, so I'd have to dig back in. Used to be, if it was a first offense, um, while it was an embarrassing situation, uh, I don't think you got suspended, but we shall see what happens to KZ. But that is uh, unfortunate and uh, something that uh, he, will, uh, he will have to deal with. I'll tell you what, uh, Eric, because I've got a lot to get into today with our Campus Confidential. Let's save it for 5 o'clock, all right? We'll, re- we'll push our, our usual 440 Campus Confidential back to 5 o'clock. Uh, I did have some other stuff, NFL, uh, a couple other NFL uh, things I wanted to bring up. 
Al Harris, who coaches the DBs for the Cowboys today, was comparing Trayvon Diggs to Marcus Peters. Aaron, you remember him. Peters, pretty good player in the NFL. And from what I remember, he used to play, I feel like Peters was with the Chiefs. From what I remember, and maybe maybe he spent a little time. I'm trying to think where Peters uh, played. I think he came from the Rams. Great, uh, I don't yes. want to say great, but a really good cornerback. Excellent. And Harris used to be, uh, I think, maybe played with him, perhaps coached him for a little while. And the thought being that where other guys get in there and they knock passes down, he may have spent a little time with Baltimore. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about this live on the radio. But I, I think that uh, – what, what the, his main point was that this guy has this otherworldly quality that instead of just getting the, 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 the PBU, the pass breakup, that, that he reaches in there and catches the ball. Now, that is, in the past, when a guy couldn't catch at wide receiver, even great athletes, they put him at cornerback or they put him at safety and said, you know what, maybe he can defend and knock passes down. And that's why, like, for instance – I don't believe Cornell Green, although he's in the Cow- the the Cowboys, uh, you know, the uh, Ring of Honor. I don't know if he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and the reason is Cornell was one of the greatest cornerbacks ever, one of the greatest DBs to ever play the game, but he just knocked everything down. He didn't get as many interceptions as he could have. If he had Trayvon Diggs' hands, Cornell Green would have had 150 interceptions in his career. This guy is. So good at baiting quarterbacks. And what what we're seeing is the, the what's funny, people say, well, why do they keep throwing at him? Why do they keep throwing at him? Well, you know why? Because did you see the double move where they, they scored a touchdown on him at the end of that game where Mac Jones threw a threw a, a deep ball and that pass went for 75 yards? That's why. That's why. It's because teams feel like they can use his, I mean, in his, in his brain right now, this guy's about. This guy's on his way to possibly setting an all-time NFL record. I think Dick Knight Train Lane has the all-time interception record in a season with like 14. I mean, he could do that. He's on his way. He's got seven interceptions. So teams are going to try to get him to bite on those out routes and then send players up the field. And that's what's gonna that's what's gonna happen time and time again. But I I I think. It's we don't always see like we see really good cornerbacks. Baylor put uh, had one during the Bryles era that's now a really good quarterback for the Dolphins named Xavier Howard. He's a great player, just a great, a phenomenal player. But Aaron, week in week out, we watch football for the quarterbacks, uh, the sack artist, the great running backs like Derrick Henry last night. We there's only usually a handful of like five. Richard Sherman used to be one of them. Um, There's only about five of them. Revis used to be one of them, where we're like, let's stop down and watch this corner. The Cowboys now have one of those guys, and they used to have it with with Dion. And Aaron, quite honestly, they just haven't had it in forever. I think we were trying to do this on the air the other day, and some of our people were, were commenting on this. Terrence Newman was pretty good. Anthony Henry, who they brought in, pretty good. Brandon Carr, they spent way too much money. He underperformed. They just, since Dion, they haven't had anybody close to this as far as 
as far as just getting his hands on everything, and when he does, he catches it. I mean, think about the team that spent huge money on Byron Jones. Uh, Aaron, what are they thinking right now? I mean, I, I don't know. I forget what it was. I mean, it's a, it was a big number, what the deal they did for him. Right. I bet he's making $15 million a year or something like that. Can you imagine? You just spend millions upon millions of dollars on a corner like Byron, who's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He was a good player for the Cowboys, and he'll continue to be a good player. But, Aaron, compared to the impact that Trayvon Diggs has on a team, Byron Jones has zero impact. And tell me how the Dolphins are doing this year. Yeah, not too great. About yeah. middle of the pack. It's a bad, it's a bad, bad team. And there's a lot of reasons for that. But uh, I just think right now this is fun. And in the past, the Cowboys have been able to get by with sort of no-name defensive tackles and, de- and, and defensive linemen. Other than Lawrence in recent years, and now Gregory, they have somebody. The rest of them are just like, Odigazua is going to be nice. Brent Urban is just kind of a guy they brought in, you know, who's decent. I mean, it's it, it really is remarkable with what Quinn is doing. But what what cleans up all kinds of messes is when you have players who can make enormous plays on the back end. And I'm almost glad that Micah Parsons has had the opportunity, and I think you know what I'm kind of getting at here, Aaron, to sort of ease into a role now where he's not just every week, oh, my gosh, the greatest player on the Cowboys. Like, he can just learn and and be a really solid player without having to be the best player on the team because Dak is the best player on the Cowboys I think Trayvon Diggs is next. You cannot have this much production and not be considered the best or the second best player on the team. And I think that's where this team is right now. All right, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside as he is on a daily basis. We jump into the 5 o'clock hour. We begin it with a check of college football. It is Campus Confidential. Why did a coach get fired for not getting a vaccination? We explain the whole thing next. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. Join Darren Burrow, Johnny Tusa, and me, Tom Barfield, as we bring you all the exciting play-by-play action this Friday night. The Lions travel to Mansfield to take on Lake Ridge. Our coverage begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff at 7.30. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Join us for Waco and Lake Ridge. It's this Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home You're home for the Waco Lions, ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And uh, usually we do this at 440. We've been known to switch things up a little bit. And, uh, boy, Aaron all over the production today. Well, I mean, we're starting right at 5. I like not a minute to spare. I like to – Aaron, do – is there anybody you've ever met who likes to stay on time more than I do? <laughs> I love staying on time. It's one of my really gifts in life. And um, I, I, there's a lot to, to discuss today. And, uh, Aaron, I've got people reaching out to us, by the way, um, that uh, they, they were inspired by Travis Roeder. Who did he tell us to go watch? Like what high school film? Was it Jalen Petrie high school film? I yes. think it was. Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I got I got people saying that they're going to go home tonight and watch some Jalen Petrie high school film. I I really enjoy that. I uh, and, and by the way, if you ever want to check in with us, we love hearing from our people. CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660. In fact, uh, 
Aaron, my wife and I tonight are going to do that for date night. We're going to uh, we're just going to watch some high school film of some of the Baylor players. In fact, I, I, I want to find Ika's <laughs> high school tape. I think that's what we'll do. Does that sound fun? I think it is. I think Lucky woman. Be great. <laughs> oh, man, isn't she so? Oh, I try to remind her of that very often. Okay, um, we want to keep you updated. We've got live baseball. Aaron, can we pod the baseball up sometimes? It's probably on ESPN. I, I think we should go in and out of this baseball game and just listen to it every once in a while. Bottom of the second, two outs, Dodgers up 2 nothing. Corey Seager hit a two-run homer to put the Dodgers up. Now in the bottom of the second. Let me look at my GameCast here. Love it looking at GameCast. Man, this is weird. A day game in the uh, NLCS, man. That is not something you normally see. These things, uh, once they get to this level, it's all night ball. But uh, love some good afternoon ball. And um, and uh, in Dodgers land, this is about 3 o'clock out there. Uh, let's look real quick and see with uh, what's going on right now on the game cast. Um, Aaron, it is, yeah, bottom of the second, two out. And uh, we've got, looks, it appears to be Mookie Betts. Up at up at the plate right now. Okay, and uh, Aaron, should I do that the rest of the deal right now? They they do have a runner on second. I'll just go pitch by pitch off my game cast. <laughs> I think that's what I'll do here, and uh, we'll just do this the rest of the day. But that's fun. That's fun. Some day baseball, and uh, that game's over on TBS. If you want to check out that. Okay, we do have. This is you're hearing the college football music, so we do need to talk a little college football. This Rolovich story fascinates me. All right? Nick Rolovich, if you're kind of wondering, like, okay, wait, who's, who's Mosley talking about? The coach at Washington State. Now, he, he's been dismissed. I mean, they were doing okay. I don't think they were great, but they were kind of doing every, every you know, okay. Well, the, the – this, this basically the school, that's a state school, Washington State. I mean, they they have a mandate. And, and all state employees have to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Now, I don't, folks hearing this will be like, Mosley's. No, I'm just saying it's the state. It's a state school, and they have to be. Um, he and four assistants refused to comply. Now, Aaron, as I understand it, it was for religious reasons. But the problem is Rolovich would never talk about it. Like, I, I, I kind of feel like if you've got religious reasons for not getting a vaccination, that's fine. I mean, but you probably, if you're trying to, at a state school, tell them, okay, this is why I'm not getting vaccinated, you probably ought to share that at some point. Hey, I'm a Baptist. I don't believe in vaccinations. I think the Baptists, we're okay with them. We're okay with vaccinations. Some of these guys who politically might lean a little right, might lean a little to the Trump side of things, Aaron, uh, from the pulpit. Uh, some of our conservative friends, those pastors were the first people in line. Get me my vaccination. And that's fine. I don't care. I mean, my gosh, I grew up in Southern Baptist uh, Church. I grew up in a very conservative church. I still go to a Baptist church. I don't, you know, I got folks who are conservative, liberals, the whole shebang. But if you go to a state school and you're the head coach at that school, and you're trying to get all your student-athletes vaccinated so you can get through the season, and then your head coach is refusing to do it, 
Um, you, you're something, you know, something has to give. I mean, they were sitting here next. They were sitting at four and three. And from what I can tell, ultimately, he's going to walk away from a $3 million a year salary. And if you get fired for cause, which is cause if you, if you refuse to get the COVID-19 shot, he and four of his coaches are getting fired because they wouldn't get vaccinated. Now, I don't know. I, I go back and forth here. Is that, Aaron, I mean, is that almost admirable that you would give up that much if you believe in it this much? Or is it just stupid to walk away from a huge, this guy, 42 years old. He has, uh, he has, uh, th- this, is, this is the top of the heap for him. He's pointed his whole life, and I think he was at Hawaii, and he gets this, he gets this job, and then in the middle of a year, they're four and three, doing okay. He gets fired because he won't get vaccinated. By the way, if you want to call in or you have a thought on this, our lines are open, 254-662-1660. Some of you might think, hey, Rolovich did the right thing here. Um, he applied for a religious exemption, which required him to attest why a COVID-19 vaccine was in conflict with a sincerely held belief. He then needed to offer examples for how those beliefs affected similar choices at other points of his life. While no major religious denomination has come out against COVID vaccines, that has no bearing on the process. Apparently, the university used a blind evaluation process, meaning the two-person committee that evaluated his request did not have access to know it was him. Had the committee not granted his exemption, that would have been the end of the line. However, based on statements from the AD, it appears Rolovich did receive the exemption. Chun said Rolovich's accommodation request was denied, which indicates an evaluation was made beyond the initial exemption. This is very confusing. So at first it was honored, then it was denied. The way the process works is that after an exemption is granted, it triggers a second step in which the HR department takes the ruling to the employee supervisor, okay, that's the AD, who is then left to determine whether accommodations can be made to allow the employee, Rolovich, to meet all the obligations of the job. Now, isn't that interesting, Aaron? So they give him, they gave him the exemption. They take it to the AD, and they they have not explained why they did this, but they said you're out, you're out, and 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 would not. And and, and I think from what I can tell, their whole de- de- decision making process was this: they didn't feel like it was fair to ask all these student athletes to make sacrifices get vaccinated, even some of them that were scared about getting vaccinated, and then have a leader who did not do it. Boy, this is this is quite the story. Again, if you want to sound off, Aaron, uh, we'll, be, we'll be checking to see if our people want to sound off on this. 254-662-1660. So a Washington State coach basically get, was given an exemption, but then that triggered the next level and it went back to the athletic director, and the athletic director said, see you later. Now, let me tell you something about vaccinations. Now, the AD can make whatever decision he wants to make. Um, that, does, that sounds a little unfair to me, that he was given a religious exemption based on how he had behaved 
the rest of his life with vaccinations, and then the AD goes ahead and fires him. If the record was 6-1 and one, instead of 4-3 and three at Washington State, do you believe that Nick Rolovich would still be the head coach for the Washington State Cougars? Aaron, I do. I do. I don't. And uh, you think they would have dug in even if they were 7-0 and oh and 6-1? and one. Yeah, I think it's a state thing for them, and I, I think, yeah, I, I think it would have happened either way. They, they were, I think they were trying to send a message. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you and I disagree on this one. I think if they were going great guns, they would find a way uh, by using masking or social distancing and all that kind of stuff <clears throat> that, that they would have kept him around. But still, this fascinates me. Um, they were – now, what I don't understand is if you're going to be all public about this and fire somebody, how about the AD or the school president um, – explaining how their determination was made. Uh, there, I think the thought process is the head coach comes around so many people that it became untenable to not have him to not have him vaccinated. Now I would imagine our folks have our listeners have thoughts on both sides of this thing. I, Texans, a lot of Texans don't like the mandate. That is why the governor of our state, has fought against the mandate. Now, the governor was the first person in line to have the vaccination, and I guarantee you he's already gone and gotten a booster because that's what politicians do. They'll, they'll stand up a lot of times for the rights of others, but, man, if it's up to them, they're going to go get their deal, and that's fine. That's fine. What he's doing is saying, I'm going to fight for the right for businesses not to be able to mandate their employees. Um, and, and, and not to not to get and, and that's why the president right now is upset. The president of the United States is upset with uh, the governor of Texas. So this is an interesting, interesting uh, uh, thought process. And Aaron, as we go through the day, I want you to take a peek and I want to hear from our people if they want to sound off on this. OK, uh, on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Again, if you want to participate via phone or you want to text us. It's 254-662-1660 is how you do that. But Nick Rolovich is out as the head coach at Washington State. All right, the other thing that I thought was interesting, Aaron, is uh, is that six schools have officially applied to join the American Athletic Conference. Looks like these things will happen. Uh, it looks like the American Athletic Conference, which just lost – uh, all those schools, Houston, Cincinnati, Central Florida, they're headed toward the Big 12. Here are the schools that are headed to the American Athletic Conference. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte, North Texas, University of Texas San Antonio, at San Antonio, Rice, and UAB. Aaron, if I ask you to name of those schools I just said, who do you think is the biggest sleeping giant? And I will remind you that UTSA, the Roadrunners, have appeared now for the first time in that program's history. They are in the AP Top 25. Yeah, that's that's for the pretty obvious choice because they're such a new uh, program, new to Division One. I. I mean, not brand new, but you know they haven't been Division One that long. I think that that's uh, they're a pretty clear choice as far as that goes. I would say North Texas. Because it's a, it's a huge enrollment. 
they're getting great in basketball with a former Baylor Bear and Grant McCaslin. And football right now, they're not good this season. But I, I, I just that, that has long been a sleeping giant. And with the right coach. I mean, look at these, look at these places. Aaron, right now, they get the right coach there. UTSA, Louisiana, uh, Arkansas State over the years, although they have to hire one, it seems like, every year. Some of these guys are really good. Uh, all right, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, flying along on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's do some NFL news and nuggets. Let's do it next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now time for a Cowboys update. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott had an MRI on his injured calf yesterday. We'll update his status after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy said Monday's MRI on Dak Prescott confirmed the quarterback suffered a calf strain and the team is optimistic he'll be able to play in week eight. Dak noted this weekend's bye comes at a good time in regards to this latest injury setback. Life keeps throwing punches and I'm going to keep throwing them back. It's part of this game. It's a physical game we play. I'll be fine. Uh, I've got a lot of confidence in myself, the medical team, and great timing going into the bye week. Five straight now, I'll be able to come here a place like this with so much success, great coach over there on the other side, but um, for us to just stay resilient through it all, I think it speaks on what Coach McCarthy talks about, building a winning culture and knowing that this it takes winning these games and take this confidence going to the bye week, get better, work on ourselves, and continue rolling. The Cowboys enter the bye with a three-game lead in the NFC East. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. Have you heard about the new Quesabira? That's right, Quesabira. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. 
At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight and not as cool. Low temperatures fall to 62 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow. It's going to be a warm day with a high of 84. And mostly sunny skies on Thursday, even warmer with a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Washington State has fired their football coach Nick Rolovich and four of his assistants on Monday after refused to comply with the mandate that all state employees must be vaccinated against COVID-19. The Titans beat the Bills on Monday Night Football 34-31. Dak Prescott has a strained calf according to the Cowboys after an MRI. The team is optimistic that Prescott will be ready after the bye week for Minnesota. MLB playoffs continue today with the Braves and the Dodgers this afternoon. Braves lead that series 2 to nothing, and the Astros try to bounce back tonight in Boston taking on the Red Sox in the ALCS. Boston leads that series 2-1. to one. And catch the UMHB Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN is Central Texas, and uh, boy, doing our thing, and uh, this is about the time, Aaron, that we like to kind of get involved in some NFL news and nuggets, so let's, uh, let's think about, uh, oh, there it is, oh, there's that Chris Berman, you've heard him do it for years, the other night, Aaron, you'll like this, he, I, somebody, I didn't even hear it. Apparently, he said uh, on that on that walk-off touchdown for the Cowboys when he was doing his Monday night highlights, he said A B C D for for C D Lamb. <laughs> he, oh, Chris Berman, he's been doing it for years. Feels feels like 50 years, and uh, he was doing the C D Lamb the walk-off, and the Cowboys were able to win that one. You heard some. Uh, talk from the quarterback that was some audio we had on the Cowboys uh deal from a couple of days ago and um the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys seems to be at least after the game was feeling fine we had a surgeon on yesterday Dr. Lance Ellis longtime friend of mine that uh, told us a little bit about cap strains how different they can be uh Troy Aikman you'll want you'll uh, uh, enjoy knowing Aaron was on today on the ticket and basically said that um 
on a strain because, you know, it, it shouldn't affect the throwing too much and that quarterbacks have a way of being able to kind of uh, overcome some of those injuries and, and, and manage their injuries better than other teams. And what he's basically meaning is a calf strain for a running back or a wide receiver is so much different than for a quarterback. And especially when you have the quarterback back there in shotgun formation a lot of the time. Now, will he be as effective on the move? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I do know of some of the effective, um, what should we say? Is that Novocaine? What do they shoot him up with? Uh, Demerol, whatever it is, Aaron. Sometimes you could put a little of those injections in and then folks move around and they seem to have a little more freedom back there. And I don't know if he'll have to get one of those or not. Sometimes players do, sometimes they don't, but he will have the uh, he will have the aid of some pain medication if he needs it. And uh, most uh, most uh, NFL players, if the you know they sometimes they might not like vaccinations, Aaron. But if it's uh, if it's a an injection that helps them with pain, they seem to take it okay. All right. And uh, we had that story, boy, the uh, Washington State coach is out. That is a really remarkable story uh, out in college football. All right, uh, going around the league a little bit, let's stay with the Cowboys. This, uh, this is a rough situation with uh, DeMonte KZ. Uh, he was arrested earlier this morning. That's when all those arrests seem to happen. And... Uh, it's a DUI. They they thought that, you know, they asked him if he was been drinking. He was honest, said, yeah, yeah, I've had some alcohol. They got him on a field, some field sobriety test. He did not pass those, and they took him in. They booked him in the Colony County Jail, or it's not county, kind of the city jail there in the Colony. That is a community right near Frisco. And um, unfortunately, uh, he, had, he was uh, booked that night, and, and he'll have his day in court. But he uh, got out at uh, 12:34 today. He was bonded out for, I think it was like $2,500 for a first offense. Now, there's never a good offense. First, second, third, whatever. You drink it and drive it. Okay? Now, you know, nobody's going to come on here trying to preach because I think a lot of folks have made some poor decisions in the past and maybe shouldn't have got behind a, a will. Um, and, unfortunately, KZ got caught. The good news is nobody was hurt, nobody was uh, killed, because those things do happen with drunk drivers, and KZ will have to pay the uh, price with either a fine, suspension. We'll find out about that, because in some ways, the substance abuse punishments are not as bad as they used to be in the NFL, but that's mainly in regards to marijuana. Being arrested or pulled over, or you've got some weed, that they're not as uh, strict as they used to be. With alcohol, it's a little different. So what will probably happen is KZ will go into the program. He'll now be monitored a little closer. He might have to take some counseling. We shall see what happens. But um, I, I, I don't, I have seemed to recall a lot of players that get DUIs, they do, especially if it's the first offense, I, I remember a time when they were able to play the next game. Aaron seems to think maybe he'll be suspended We'll look into that, and we'll keep you updated to see what happens with that. Other NFL news, the, uh, well, that 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 situation last night was an interesting one. I want, I've been wanting to kind of talk about that game. 
and um, this that that was a fascinating decision. I mean, it was like Dave Aranda had taken over there for uh, for Sean McDermott and the Bills. Dave loves to go for it. Mike McCarthy loves to go for it. it. It's rare to see an NFL coach down there on the goal line choose to go for the win, the dagger, and not kick it and put the game certain overtime because you could always get stopped. And even though you have a big, active, good athlete at quarterback, he lost his footing. Now, was it good defense? Yes, they got they they got good push. But um, Aaron, I part of that was he just went slipping right down. Talking about Josh Allen, <clears throat> the quarterback for the Bills. Aaron, did you like did you like the decision by Sean McDermott to go for it on the one yard line? No, and and I'm I'm a huge analytics guy, and I'm a huge go for it guy, but. I mean, I think they overcomplicated sometimes. You just kick the field goal. You're a bet. You have the better team, whether you're on the road or not. The Bills are better, and if you believe that, which their coaches should, then you you kick the field goal, go to overtime, and win in overtime. All right, all right. So uh, that is uh, now. Here is something uh, that I thought you would enjoy, Aaron. Sometimes I get a little away from the field. Jaguars uh, defensive end. Uh, Dwayne Smoot. You remember there was a Smoot in the league for several years. Fred Smoot used to play for Washington, I believe. May have played some. Uh, Fred Smoot may have played defense back, but uh, they uh, he helped his wife Amari deliver the couple's second child early Tuesday morning in their Jacksonville home, according to a team official. They're about to leave for the hospital at 4 a.m. Eastern when Amari fell. The official said he caught her. But there wasn't enough time to get to the hospital before the baby was born. Smoot called 911 and paramedics talked him through tying the umbilical cord over the phone. Daughter Alani Moon Smoot was born in the couple's living room. Smoot obviously missed Tuesday's workouts, but he did call in to the team meeting and told the story, and he was roundly cheered by everybody. The couple also has a two-year-old son, Amir, whoa, whoa, that is, that is, uh, yeah, that's, that is not how you want to do it, but kudos to him, Aaron, I mean, that is, uh, that's shocking right there, a Jaguars player delivering his own child and getting help from, on, from 911, um, that, now that is, that is something right there, that, Aaron, that is, uh, that that's that's that takes up great toughness on the part of the wife, and then you got to have quick thinking. I mean, I, I even if if your spouse ends up falling or something, my tendency would be to still get her to a hospital and have the professionals, or wait as much as you can to get the paramedics to the house to get that done. But unbelievable. Uh, by the player there, Aaron. Let's let's take our uh, hat off to that uh, to that particular player. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That's going to make a great, great uh, birthday, Thanksgiving, Christmas story. <laughs> I think so. I think so. All right. Uh, other NFL news going on around the league. Um, the Chicago Bears have placed veteran pass rusher. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Robert Quinn on the reserve COVID nineteen list. The team announced Tuesday afternoon. 
Quinn tested positive for COVID-19, a source told ESPN's filled Yates. All right, so even some of these folks, Aaron, that have been uh, vaccinated, uh, it is, uh, it's still happening. I don't, if he is unvaccinated, he would have to quarantine for a minimum of 10 days. If he is vaccinated and develops symptoms, he would be able to return once he produces two negative tests 24 hours apart. So it's a little easier to to uh, to come back on on that. All right, Aaron. Thinking about the uh, thinking about the the weekend's games. I mean, I, I just feel like pod that music down just a tad, Aaron. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. I love it. I was just having trouble hearing myself think there for a second. The uh, the NFL teams. You know, we do all these. I used to be a part of this at ESPN. I would have to Aaron do all the uh, power rankings. I this this is. The, right now, I, I could. There's a lot of different ways to go with sort of the best teams in the league. Um, you know, the Bucks because of what they accomplished last year, and obviously they are they are a high, high functioning team. I, I think that uh, I think that the the Ravens have caught my eye lately. Aaron, could you make an argument right now, based on what we saw the other day, that the Cowboys could be number one? Or are you still going to are you still going to uh, defer to like the Bucks? Uh, obviously, the Packers. Like, if you had to pick right now where the Cowboys are in the power rankings, where would you have them? I would probably have them third behind Baltimore and Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, good one. I didn't even mention Arizona. I I, I think. Um, but it'd be close. I mean, I think there's. That the the top five or six are all really good and and just kind of a step above everyone else. Yeah, I I I never thought that uh, that that Cliff was going to get this thing done there, and I and I just didn't think as much as I love that quarterback and uh, and and love what Kyler Murray did in high school and college. I, I it's hard to I mean I I kind of thought Russell Wilson. Honestly, was the only five ten other than Flutie, that five ten quarterback that was going to get it done. And Kyler Murray is so much more athletic than either one of those. I I, I guess Lamar Jackson obviously has a, a level of athleticism that no one can get close to, but Kyler Kyler has more arm talent than Lamar. And what I never thought is that they could get him accurate enough for that thing to function like it needed. But they've got such great wide receivers, and, and obviously Hopkins is a great one. They've been able to take that thing to a uh, to another level. So I, I think uh, I think I think that is a, that, you know, that, that's one that uh, really, really is something to, to watch. Okay, and a former Cowboy is being signed. The Colts are signing defensive tackle Antoine Woods to their active roster per his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Um, the other thing that uh, uh, Broncos outside linebacker Von Miller on Thursday night's matchup versus the battered Cleveland Browns, he said, I don't know who the tackle I'm going against is, but I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I like that for Von Miller. Uh, Browns are down um, a lot of players right now, and that's uh, understandable. They have a bunch of players out. I just thought you would like that, Aaron. I don't know who the tackle I'm going against is, but I'm going to kill him. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I, I enjoyed that. And let's see if there's one more thing. Uh, Ravens did place Pro Bowl left tackle Ronnie Stanley on injured reserve. And uh, in a statement, uh, basically they just put that news out there. And so tough news for the Ravens, but the Ravens will find a way. And one of the things that helps is when you have a uh, – uh, a quarterback who can make so many plays and can help make an offensive line look really good. I agree with you. I have the Ravens way up there, and I would put them just ahead of the Cowboys right now. All right, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. There's one thing that Aaron and I are really excited about tonight, and it is the NBA, the start of the NBA season. It is upon us, and there is a very controversial story brewing that is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we've got a kick time for Baylor in Texas, Saturday, October 30th, plus plenty of hoops today and tomorrow. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. The news released yesterday that now 20th ranked Baylor will kick off at 11 a.m. Saturday, October 30th against the Texas Longhorns at McLean Stadium. It's an open date this Saturday for the Bears who moved into both polls at number 20 this week. There is lots of basketball Big 12 style today and tomorrow with the Big 12 media days taking place in Kansas City. The women take center stage today. That includes Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin making her Big 12 media days debut. Visiting with her recently on the Baylor Coaches Show, she was asked about who are the leaders. You know, we've got a veteran squad, and I think they lead in different ways. I think certainly... Um, Nalissa has the respect of her teammates because she's the Wade Trophy winner. She's the reigning Big 12 Player of the Year. She's the preseason Big 12 Player of the Year. You know, certainly a lot of stuff we do is going to be to her and through her. So, you know, she she leads in certain areas. I think Jordan Lewis is kind of that that quiet, steady. You know, she's just a grown woman sometimes among girls. She's a six-year senior. She's got her master's degree. She's engaged. Like, you know, she's got her life kind of together. Um, and so she's kind of a true pro in her approach, gets extra shots up, is there early, stays late, 
um, really understands the game and, and is really kind of one of those special kids that, you know, wasn't highly, highly touted coming out of high school. Certainly Baylor didn't recruit her the first time around, um, but incrementally got better. Uh, her numbers every year at Alabama um, were better. Her shooting percentage was better. You know, so your confidence grows as your game grows. And, and so as someone who's a six-year senior, I think she can be kind of that quiet leader on this team. Baylor women's basketball coach Nikki Collin from a recent Baylor Coaches show. She'll make her Big 12 Media Days debut today in Kansas City. It'll be broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus plus ESPNU today from 1230 to 5. Then the men's basketball media day tomorrow in Kansas City. Baylor men's basketball, the defending Big 12 and national champions, picked eighth in the AP preseason poll. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Washington State has fired their football coach Nick Rolovich and four of his assistants on Monday after refused to comply with the mandate that all state employees must be vaccinated against COVID-19. The Titans beat the Bills on Monday Night Football 34-31. Dak Prescott has a strained calf according to the Cowboys after an MRI. The team is optimistic that Prescott will be ready after the bye week for Minnesota. MLB playoffs continue today with the Braves and the Dodgers this afternoon. Braves lead that series 2 to nothing, and the Astros try to bounce back tonight in Boston taking on the Red Sox in the ALCS. Boston leads that series 2-1. to one. And catch the UMHB Coach Pete Fredenberg show tonight starting at 6 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling through a Tuesday, and lots, uh, lots to discuss. We had a lot of uh, NFL action to 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 get through, and there's still some more. Um, there's some stuff that happened over the weekend. Uh, I the one thing that's kind of interesting about uh, about the NFL right now. But by the way, I want to keep you posted. Top of the fourth. Um, in uh in in Los Angeles and the Braves have taken a three to two lead 
And uh, Corey Seager stuck, struck first the, for the Dodgers with a two-run homer. And the uh, Braves have scored three runs in the top of the fourth. So um, this this is uh, my and, goodness. And Walker Buehler just walked in a fourth run, and I think oh, he's about to get man. the. Uh, I think he's about to get pulled. Wow, that thing came. That thing came apart in a hurry. Uh, Jock Peterson used to play for the Dodgers, single to right. Uh, and Freddie Freeman came in to score, and then uh, Duvall single to left. Riley comes in to score, and then um, uh, Dansby or uh, Swanson had a single uh, that uh, Peterson sco- scored on. So they got rolling, and as uh, Aaron just reported, Walker uh, Walker uh, Walker uh, Bueller just uh, wow, that's amazing. He, I mean, they're just they're just walking in, folks. Now, so. Really a uh, a tough one for the Dodgers, who had to get this one. I mean, this was the uh, you're you're trailing this thing 2-0. I mean, I, yes, teams have come from 3-0 down 3-0 before. It, it rarely happens. We always think about that uh, famous. I think it was a Red Sox comeback against the Yankees, but it it almost never happens, and it certainly never happens in the NBA. Major League Baseball, it's a little easier to make it happen because you can climb back one win, kind of get you back in. But for the most part, you're done. You go down 3-0, and you're just absolutely done. And, uh, uh, and again, tons of time left in this baseball game. And that's why, you know, if, if this game's in the season and, and your pitcher's out there, you can kind of you, you can kind of uh, stick with him for a little while. You can't do it here. And uh, that's, uh, that's a bad that, that's that's a really uh, bad situation there for the Dodgers. So Braves go up, and that one four to two. Now, NBA starts tonight, and uh, it, this is it's too bad because I mean I Aaron and I both love the NBA, and what's what's happening today the huge story, and even uh, even the uh, um, and by the way they're going to also reveal. The first 25 players. The NBA has commissioned this huge, the top 75 players of all time, Aaron. And tonight they're going to, I think, uh, list the, I guess, 25 of them. So that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to see. But what's making all the news today is that Ben Simmons for the 76ers is going to miss the opener, and he was kicked out of practice today. And basically wouldn't go into a defensive drill. Was asked again, and Doc Rivers just said, "You're out of here." Now the problem with Daryl Morey, and I like, I actually like Daryl Morey, who was with the Rockets. He's now the general manager, the president of uh, of the 76ers. The problem here is he needed to get a trade or something done. Uh, needed to get him moved before any of this started. He waited for whatever reason. And now this thing is turned into a huge eyesore, much like the um, the situation with Deshaun Watson with Houston, who shows up and is just kind of a, a nuisance, but everybody just ignores that guy. Well, Simmons is actually showing up at practice, but has horrible body language in all of this. Now, Joel Embiid is obviously their, uh, their great uh, uh, player, their best player, and he is the one, 
you know, after the, the series where they got knocked out and Simmons was scared to even shoot a layup. I mean, that's how scared he is of shooting. Embiid went ahead and blamed his teammate. He's tried to, at times, you know, have a unified front. Now I think he is sick of uh, dealing with his teammate Ben Simmons. Here was uh, Joel Embiid earlier today. At this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. He does whatever he wants. Uh, you know, that's not my job. Uh, you know, that's those guys' jobs. Uh, you know, I'm only focused on trying to make the team better, uh, win some games, uh, you know, play hard every night, uh, try to lead, you know, the guys that we have here. Uh, and I'm sure they feel the same way because, you know, our chemistry has been excellent. Despite you know everything that's been happening in the, uh, in the last few months, uh, so yeah, like I said, uh, I don't, I don't really care. All right, there it was. Um, yeah, that is uh, really interesting stuff. Right there at the start, Joel Embiid said, "I just don't even really care about that man." <laughs> I mean, that's his teammate. That's a guy who's making an insane amount of money. Over twenty million dollars a year, and um, and and he can't even he doesn't even want to get into a defensive drill. I mean, if you don't care enough about your game to at some point uh, you're making twenty thirty million whatever it is, he's got four years left on his contract at some insane uh, value. I mean, what is it a hundred million? It's I mean it's not a hundred million, but it's probably seventy eight million something along along those lines. And Aaron he. He didn't even care to ever develop a jump shot. I'm not talking about, like, a three-point shot. I'm talking about he won't even pull up and take a shot from 10 feet. I mean, how embarrassing to be thought of as an NBA All-Star. This guy is an extremely gifted defender. He can handle the ball. He can run the point. I mean, think of – I mean, it would be like Magic Johnson back in the day just saying, you know, I'm really good at all this other stuff. I just don't think I really want to learn how to shoot. No, Magic learned how to shoot. Was he the greatest shooter of all time? No. But he, he, you know what he taught himself how to do? To post people up. If he needed to play center, he would. He could shoot hook shots. Magic could do it all. And this guy, blessed with this much talent, can't even learn how to, uh, to make a 10-foot shot. So it's embarrassing. It's taking up all the time and all the, all the juice tonight on opening night, but we will watch it. Uh, NBA tonight, uh, Brooklyn is at Milwaukee. We'll see how Harden looks. Uh, we'll see how KD looks. And, of course, Kyrie's not going to be there because Kyrie's off in space talking about vaccinations, and apparently he's uh, going to you know, stand with the Texas governor against mandates. And so good for Kyrie, and, and go have go enjoy yourself. The Lakers will um, – Lakers are going to host – the Golden State Warriors. So that will be a lot of fun. Steph versus LeBron. We'll see that tonight. Again, that's a doubleheader on TNT. We are back with the dismount in a few moments. ESPN Central Texas, talking sports live and local. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Ward Whites and me every weekday morning from 7 until 9 as we talk high school, college, and the NFL. John Morris will be here at 3 p.m., and then it's the Matt Mosley Show weekday afternoons 4 to 6. It's local sports talk, just the way you like it, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your hometown. This is our house. Home team. Always a thrill when the home team takes the bills. 
wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hobbs Bonded Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. It is the uh, dismount where we wrap things up, and a uh, couple of couple of final notes today, and we uh, we sound off on any possible breaking news out there. Um, I, uh, I I've been taking a peek. Aaron, you know I, I'm way into the uh, Baylor men's and women's golf teams. The Baylor women's golf has a chance to be incredible, especially when it, this next semester starts in January because they get this Addie Baggerly who played in the U.S. Open and is transferring in from Florida. Once she joins, I think Baylor could have the top three or four team in the country. Um, in this tournament that they're in right now, this is a very prestige, prestigious tournament, and they're having to battle. LSU seems to be dominating this thing. Uh, they are at the top of the leaderboard, but Gerline Core, who played in the U.S. Open from Baylor, has come rolling up the leaderboard today at the Elotion Club, which is a beautiful club in Arkansas. I mean, gorgeous. And she shot a 71 today. It's par 72, so she was one under. And so the lady, the uh, the Bears are getting back in there and doing a nice job. It's a good team, and uh, it's going to be fun. There are star young young players that are going to be by my Sema, and then uh, Antonio Matt, Matt is her name, uh, are having kind of a rude, uh, int- you know, introduction to college golf. They're shooting scores they wouldn't normally shoot, but this is a very very tough crowd and i promise you by the end of their time in college they're going to put up uh unbelievably low scores all right um just if you're if you're joining us on your way home i did want to bring you up to date a cowboy safety uh kz is his last name that's demonte kz really has been a good player for the cowboys this season in fact has started now donovan wilson's back in there was arrested at about 3 this morning out in the Colony, which is a suburb outside of Frisco, and uh, for DUI. And uh, so Cowboys, we'll have to monitor that. We'll see if there are any uh, 
uh, upcoming suspensions or any punishment from the league. This is his first offense, so we, we will see. But he failed a field sobriety test, so we'll just have to see how all this goes. And, uh, again, this is opening night in the uh, in the NBA, and, and I'm kind of excited about finding out they have chosen the top 75 uh, 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 it's the 75th anniversary season, and there are a lot of things to wor- uh, to look for this season, but they're going to come up with the 70th anniversary team, the 75th, 75 greatest players of all time. It's always interesting to me to see how they do it and to see what they do with some of the modern players and then some of the older players. But all of it begins tonight on TNT. Everybody have a great evening. We see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, one of two unbeaten teams in the Big 12 is the Oklahoma State Cowboys. We'll visit Stillwater, hear from head coach Mike Gundy, ahead of their game at Iowa State this Saturday. That's straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Baylor, Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team-